welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake, coming to you live from a trash can. Yeah, dude, we sound so distant in the bottom of that can. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm sitting in a trash can in your garage right now. <laughs> Why? Because uh, I'm a super spreader, apparently. Yeah. You take offense to that, don't you? A little bit, because I feel like I've, I feel like I've been doing as good of a job as my situation will allow. Um, it was just really awkward. It was really awkward timing. So to give to give context, I, uh, um, I came in contact with somebody who tested positive, and uh, not knowing whether my parents had it or not, I had to choose where I was going to stay. So I made a decision about staying with the infected person versus potentially infecting my parents. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I've been under quarantine for quite some time. It's pretty boring. Yeah. We're I don't recommend it, but I've, ne- I've tested negative twice in the last eight days. That's so. insane. I don't know how yeah, it's either. crazy to me. I must have already, I must have the antibodies and had it like sometime in the past and not realized it. Right. Um, and been asymptomatic because it makes zero sense how I could have been in such close contact with somebody for so long and not test positive. Either that or the, the, uh, the test, the test was faulty. Yeah. I think that the possibility of two tests being faulty within that window you know, the chances have to be slim, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're taking precautions, so... Because you've got a lot of stuff coming up in your life that if you contacted this thing, it would not be good. So. Yeah, we're doing a Zoom... We've never done this, so we're doing a Zoom podcast. Um, I am not in a trash can. No, you're not. Surprise! But it sounds like I am. Yeah, it does. Because this is Zoom. You know what? They've been with us for... Our listeners have been with us for almost two years. You know, if if this is the worst that it's got, that's not bad. No, that's true. The worst that it's gotten was our first episode, and I feel like it's gotten a lot better since then. So. Yeah, we're constantly upgrading, but, you know, sometimes you got to make sacrifices and listen to a Zoom pod. Um, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, so living with the person who is um, the infected zombie – what is your like observations of like the 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 sickness the the virus? Well, she listens, and I know, and I know she doesn't care. So Kylie um, is the one who's in, who tested positive. It's uh, it it's not um, a common cold, as right. many people would like to assume. And yeah, you might have a ninety nine point nine percent non-lethal rate or however is the best way to say that but it that thing does it it is um it's not something you recover from really quickly i mean she's still dealing with a lot of symptoms and there's a lot of neurological and sensory symptoms that don't go away after the cold after like the cold symptoms disappear like she still has a cough and everything but she's had like a non-stop headache for almost two weeks now Dude. Um, there's this thing called brain fog. And I was talking to one of the nurses who gave me my test on Tuesday on Tuesday. And she, um, and she was like, yeah, the like the brain fog where you just like, you literally cannot remember things. Like there's been times where Kylie will like tell me the same thing, like three different times in less than an hour because she does not remember telling me them. Or wow. she'll set stuff places and not remember like where she put them. It's like it's crazy, and uh, and then not, obviously not being able to taste or smell. Like I bought like super hot salsa, and normally Kylie is like really really like sensitive to like really spicy things, mm-hmm. and she was just like eating this super spicy salsa like it was nothing, and then it, it took her like throat feeling like it was on fire for her to finally like realize that she was eating something super spicy. Wow. Like it's it's it's. It is crazy. Um, I guess my sister had it too. And same thing. Like my sister had it a month ago uh-huh. and her sense of smell and taste still hasn't come back. So. Well, is she feeling yeah, better? Uh, my sister, uh, both Kylie and Sarah are, yeah, they are feeling Good. better. Like Kylie, Kylie's not contagious anymore. She hasn't been contagious since Friday. Um, since Friday. So she's, um, she's back to work, which I can't believe. Wow. But 
Yeah. Wow. Meanwhile, I'm still quarantining because I could still technically have it. So I'm going back to work Saturday, which I'm thankful for because I'm bored as hell. Yeah. What have you been doing? Um, a lot of sitting around. I caught a Warzone dub though. Oh yeah, singles. Yeah, I couldn't record it because I'm old. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that's impressive. I I I I've tried. I get way too paranoid on singles. It's um, it's hard, but I actually, I don't know. I find it a little bit easier because you can kind of do exactly what you want to do instead right. of having to. Because like, there's been so many times where like me and Carter or. Like you and I will end up getting killed because we had like a moment of indecisiveness about where we we're going to go and like the final circle. And we end up like talking about it for too long and then we end up getting killed. Whereas this, I'm like, I'm going to go to this bush and I'm just going to lay my ass down there. Yeah. And um, sometimes, and it, after many, many failed attempts, I finally, I finally popped through. The circle ended up, it's all about like it's the final, the location of the final circle and where you are in relation yeah. to it. Like there's really no way of setting, like, Unless you're like Matt Goff, there really isn't any way you can overcome bad placement. For sure. Um, so. Some of the some of the wins I've gotten on that game were me on the other side of the map, traveling the entire, you know, the entire map to the final circle and getting the win. I think that's happened maybe twice. So, mm-hmm. but I think that you're right. Ninety percent of it is just like luck it's so much as luck just ending up in the right place or having an advantage over a team or something at you know it's luck mm-hmm. yeah um so i'm probably gonna post this video i'm recording it right now and it's kind of fun you know a little christmas special um as you can see i have uh say what you mean digital background i hate digital backgrounds but more than hating a digital background I hate my current background. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're so you're sitting in my spot. I am sitting in your spot. This is I have for those who aren't watching, I have the Portland Trailblazers um wall that Jake sits in front of. Um and oh boy. Last ooh, night was rough, man. Oh boy. I didn't even watch it. I was at work, but wow. Yeah, they got the 20 points in the second quarter and it never got close wow. after that. How do you feel? I, it's, how do I feel? Yeah. About the game? Yeah, I just oh, about I, Portland, number two team in the West or what? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm going to retract that, but maybe it'll get better. I mean, you can definitely tell it looks like a team that has not played together or practiced together. Right. And there's a bunch of pieces running around out there with no idea really what they're doing. Like they're thinking about what they're supposed to be doing instead of doing it. Right. Um, I watched all the way until about the two minutes left in the third quarter last night. And, uh, and then I, I tried to turn it off and went for a walk. Like there wasn't any, there wasn't any use watching it because every time Portland would look like they'd go on a run or string together some stops, somebody would hit a three on the other side and push it back to 26. And I'm like, it's like, they can't guard the three point line, man. Just, open shooters after open shooters it's nobody rotating and i don't know you can definitely tell that a team that has all of the new parts who's had maybe like less than 10 practices together versus a team that is mostly the same from last year like everybody on that team played with each other last year for utah yeah so they're much more crisp um than portland was and the shooting i'm worried about for portland like maybe not so much because you feel you feel like as the season goes along, the defense will get it figured out. They're not going to be a top tier defensive team, right? But the shooting is 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 what's concerning me. Yeah, um, he will stop being the as much of a facilitator. I think a lot of that last night because he didn't even like take many shots in the first or second quarters. I think he was trying to get people like comfortable on the floor because um, he does that. Yeah, like he'll facilitate for a good while. But uh, Derek Jones Jr. does not look like he knows what he's doing out there on the floor. Um, and Robert Covington, um, I, I have—I know it's one game in the preseason, right? But I have flashes of Kent Bazemore from last year. Wait, um, I, I get the comparison there. I, I don't think mm-hmm. you're wrong. Isn't this game one though of regular season? It is, yeah. Okay. 
But yeah. watching the pre, I watched all the preseason games too, and they just, I th- I thought there might be, a, they're not, they're taking it easy in the preseason. They weren't trying to unveil everything. They're just going to go vanilla set deep base defenses. Right. And then once you got to the regular season, that you would see more, <laughs> you'd see more crispness. Right. And no, it it was the exact same problems they had in the preseason carried over to last night. That's brutal. And it's worrisome, man, because they went, this was Portland going all in. Yeah. And if it, and if it it looked like that, oof, I don't know, man. Mello and the, Mello as a starter, Mello passed. Mello as the quote unquote sixth man off the bench doesn't pass really it's like yeah it's weird it's it's like a different mentality for him out there i know i was calling him lazy and disinterested i think that was unfair yeah but he uh he go he come it's like in order for them to convince him to take a backup role they had to be like you're still going to get your shots and he's going to get his shots yeah regardless he's just out there not playing within the offense like he once dame will bring the ball up or cj bring the ball up and they'll give it to him on the post, you know, and he'll have his back to the basket. And then there's no offense off of that. Right. It's just him. I, I saw a bully ball and that that's just not what his shots falling. It works. Yeah. It's not falling. There's literally nothing else for you to do. I wonder also, you know, I'm just now thinking how much that has to do with not having a second unit ball hander, ball handler or, or point guard you know, Simmons, whatever. But if you have a veteran established point guard out there mm-hmm. who's getting mellow open looks, that changes the way that he's approaching it. I think that's a good point. And we, you and I and CJ have all pointed out how um, frustrating it was that O'Shea didn't bring in a veteran point guard. Right. Because um, that's something they've had in all seasons except for last year. Right. If you looked at uh, watching the rotation last last night, um, at least the way Stotts is trying to handle that, because Simons didn't get any minutes last night. Good. He didn't play. Um, and it looked like CJ is going to be the primary ball handler in the second unit. They're yeah. staggering Lillard and McCollum's minutes um, because you don't need McCollum and Mello really on the court at the same time because CJ and Mello are both ball dominant kind of – ISO get your own shot type players. Right. Whereas Dame is a facilitator. So I wish they would bring in a, a, a veteran backup point guard. Derek Rose is out there still. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think that's kind of sexy. Carter keeps bringing that up to me. Yeah. And at first, I wasn't really, at first, I thought there was better options. But now that uh, most of those better options have been signed, you know, he's out there. He I might like be able that. to come in on a veteran minimum. They still have one roster spot. Send Ellaby to the uh, send CJ Ellaby to the to the G League. There you go. Dang, I like that. Well, I just had to touch on that really quick. But dude, Merry Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> we've recorded on Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve this year. It's just the way the calendar falls. Yeah, everything's on a third. Everything's on a Thursday. Right. Um. How how are you feeling about Christmas? It's weird, but it's really relaxed. I kind of like it. Yeah. I'm not really much of a, um, I'm not a person who really likes going to uh, big family gatherings. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to not have the obligation of going. Yeah. <laughs> and to have like COVID as an excuse. Right. Because like it's not happening. So I don't have to be, I don't have to not go right. or be forced to go to something I don't want to go to. So for me, it's actually working out pretty well. Um, so what about you though? You normally have a lot of places to go on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I actually recorded a knuckle draggers recently and I, I made this point. Um, I, I love family and I love being around family, but, and it's not necessarily an obligation, but it's just, it's busy, you know, and there's something nice about just slowing everything down and just Mm -hmm. being, you know, I I have family stopping by and they're gonna drop gifts off and we're gonna go you know do a, a a gift drop around to family that we you know we bought gifts for and stuff but it sucks not seeing everybody and and this is the worst part the worst part is we haven't seen family for months right yeah so that makes it 
worse. If I had seen them as regularly as I always do and then for mm-hmm. Christmas didn't see them, then that's different. But because we haven't seen them all year and we're also not seeing them for Christmas, it's like mm-hmm. it's it's such a it's a it's a bummer. But I do also like the the pace slowing of everything. Mm-hmm. I I agree. It's I had all my Christmas shopping done for the first time before Christmas Eve this year. Yeah, you I always never push do that. It. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always shopping on Christmas Eve. It's it's stupid. Today I had to go pick something up that I had already bought. Okay. Um, and but other than that, that was the only that's the only chore I had to do this morning. So I was back home by ten thirty with nothing to do for the rest of the day. So right. it's awesome. My mom made snickerdoodles, and I've already gained three pounds. So uh, what's a snickerdoodle? The cookie. <laughs> I know. You don't know what a snickerdoodle. I mean, I'm sure you I know, know what it is. Well, just... you, you don't know what a snickerdoodle is. I mean, by name. Oh, my mom no. makes the best. My mom makes the best snickerdoodles. What they are is they're like a cook. They're basically just it's cookie dough and sugar and cinnamon. Uh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was exactly what you described, without the cinnamon and with the little Hershey's kiss in. What is that thing called? I don't know what that is, but those things aren't very good. They're like it's like that's like a really hard gingerbread. Snickerdoodles are soft and fluffy. I mean, who's making your cookies though? Are they like hard gingerbread? Even like the one with the 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 cookie that has like the little like the like the crater in the middle, and then they put a Hershey Kiss yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I've ever had those, those have been like a hard cookie. Interesting. Like the cookie is like like a gingerbread, um, hard gingerbread consistency. consistency. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, like maybe maybe the person who makes those is always wrong. That's what I'm saying. I would be down for a soft cookie for that sure. has a Hershey Kiss in it. That'd be fantastic. Sign me up, dude. Hard cookies are gross. They are good unless it. I mean, they are they are gross unless it's Chips Ahoy. I I do like. You're talking packaged cookies. I like Chips Ahoy. No. Really? Chips Ahoy. Mm. See, Chips Ahoy chewy are all right, but then they're like. They're artificially chewy, which is just gross. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the Chips Ahoy chewy as much. Yeah, there's not many cookies I don't like. Um, the most, it's it's like high class, so I never buy them. Uh-huh. But the uh, Pepperidge Farms uh, Mint Milanos, yes. Oh my god, yeah. those, those are, are the best. I don't even know if they classify as a cookie, but they're fantastic. I think they count. I would eat those. Those are good hard cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I haven't told you this, but I've been like on this quest of like trying to make the perfect Rice Krispie treats. Ooh, okay. So, I'm a big Rice Krispie treat guy. Are you? Yeah. So standard, like I've I've got the recipe down, but now I'm like trying to mix in like chocolate chips that aren't melted, so that when you bite into it, there's like chocolate in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it last time. I wasn't too thrilled about it. The first time I did it, though, I bought these like a uh, unicorn uh, chocolate chips, but they were vanilla flavored. Um, mm. But they were like pink and blue. And then I sprinkled those within the chips and mixed them up. And those were actually kind of good. I think I like those better than the chocolate. And then I one time I did like a chocolate drizzle over them. I'm just trying mm. to find like the perfect balance of like making it a little different making it my own i'm just sure. on this uh rice crispy journey <laughs> so try this one okay uh pan like okay. pan pan and, are you saying um, pan or paminen pammed <laughs> pammed um the uh layer of uh reese's peanut butter cups across the bottom oh dude that's hardcore already uh rice crisp rice crispy treats on mixed with Reese's pieces on top of that and then drizzled with chocolate across the top. Kylie makes that. It's fantastic. That sounds hardcore. It is. It's really, really rich, but they're, they're really, they're awesome. And they're kind of expensive to make because Reese's peanut butter cups, not cheap. No, but did you say Reese's pieces? Yeah. Ooh, I love Reese's pieces, dude. They're very good. I might have to try yeah. that one. I don't know about the peanut butter cups. That sounds a little too hardcore for me, but maybe I'll try Reese's pieces first. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. So I have uh, some Christmas themed questions here. You sent me some stuff. Um, I found. <laughs> I, I found... like that we're doing this because our first, our all of our first, our first year of holidays, we did all we did all themed uh, episodes. Yeah. And I feel like so far this time we haven't done any themed. 
for this Halloween. We didn't do a Halloween theme no, episode. No. Thanksgiving we didn't. But I like that we're doing Christmas. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. I want to throw this out there. Um, I'm also a Grinch this year. Um, yeah. You know why? Uh, you got some reasons why. Yeah. yeah. So I'm you and, your, you and your little dog going around. Yeah, I'm very yes, exactly. Me and uh, Logan and Harrison. Harrison's more like Max, you know, my my oh, yeah. my Max to my Grinch. Um, but you know, I worked late last night, and everybody was trying to get off early. And because I'm such a Grinch, as the boss, I'm just like, get over it, get to work. They're like, what? Can't we leave early? I'm like, not today. It's not Christmas yet. Get to work. Like, such a dick, dude. I was such a dick. <laughs> if, it's not, if I can't have fun, no one can it's, have fun. Exactly, dude. If I'm a Grinch and I totally, like, you know, I'm like, you guys have four days off. You're not off yet. You came to work to work. Let's go. I know, right? Like, Christmas being on a Friday, I was thinking about this yesterday. Christmas being on a Friday is the best day to have a Chris, have yeah. Christmas because you get for everybody you get a full three day weekend for the most part. Yeah, unless you work retail, um, or you get four days off because most people get Christmas Eve off if you're getting Christmas off. Right. So yeah, I actually don't blame you for making them work on Wednesday. Good. Thank you. Might be a hot take, but I think you're I think you're right because then they're getting more like four and a half days off. Yeah. I, I was just being a ground. I didn't care about them trying to leave early, and mm. I was just. You were there. saying no regard. You were saying no regardless. Probably. I mean, I I have work to get done, and usually I'm in a hurry to get it all done. But it's like, you know what? I have nowhere to be. I have nothing exciting happening right now. I'm a Grinch, so you know what? Just stay in work. <laughs> and dude, I worked most people like pretty long last night. <laughs> really? Oh, I worked pretty late too. I think I got home at like. 10 30 or got off at 10 30 so is yeah. the guy at your work who who tested positive uh did is he back to work already or he is back to work he's now known okay. as the super spreader um one driver said uh because i was talking to another driver about him and he's like i go yeah i've been calling him a super spreader he goes i think i'm just gonna call him fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> i was like and he, this is an old guy who's saying this you know so i'm like all right dude you, you call him what you want man uh so he's he is feeling better um he's back to work um but yeah he's he's forever super spreader um okay as well as law as well as law enforcement yes law enforcement pd um law enforcement lb right Law, <laughs> police department, law enforcement. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I was I wanted to look up some like controversial things um, for this episode to to have a discussion about. They're not really controversial. It was it's, it's just it's what is this a BuzzFeed article from 2017? Um, Ooh, saucy. So, yes, dude. So hot takes. Um, so I mean, it's just topics people everyone kind of talks about. I don't know if we ever talked about it on previous christmas episodes but we'll go through some of these and then I'll, okay. I'll give you the percentages from uh 2017 um real christmas tree or artificial christmas tree hmm. uh what do i prefer or what do i use both both okay i prefer a real christmas tree why um because the uh the experience of going and cutting your own yeah okay uh, is a lot of fun um, I also do like the smell of yeah. like having pine in the or fur or whatever is in the it's fur. Um, that's that is a lot of fun. The whole experience of the real tree is is pretty cool. Uh, that being said, it is expensive to spend fifty to eighty dollars per year on a tree, which yeah. is one of the reasons why we went to artificial. Like a really nice artificial tree, mm -hmm. um, not the kinds with uh, um, pipe cleaners. They look like pipe. The ones that look like pipe cleaners. Right. But we actually, I had a good one for a while. My grandpa had given me, and ended up losing that in the move this last spring. So we had to go buy one this year, which was nice. Yeah. Um, so this year we are using a a real tree. A so real. To answer one. your question, I'm going, I'm going real real tree. Okay. What about you? I say, uh, I don't know. You know, when I was a Boy Scout, when I was a kid, I sold Christmas trees like you see them out selling on lots mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, 
So that was always an experience, standing in the rain, being miserable, tell, you know. I don't even remember even selling trees to people. I remember just standing there while the adults did the work and just being miserable in the rain. Like That's usually how most Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts things yeah, work. Yeah. So did you ever do the walk and knock? Which was, one was that? That was the one where you had to go ask people for cans. Yes, of course. That was awful. That was like the worst thing to do. Yeah. Dude, and like those Girl Scouts, they stand outside and try to, you know, shuck and jive those cookies. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're selling cookies, so it ain't that hard. But selling Christmas trees in the rain, dude, it's miserable. I don't know. Selling cookies at those prices makes it kind of hard. Dude, $5 a box, I'll spend it. Uh, I know, for a good Samoa. Yes, dude. Samoas are the best. Um, But I I have an artificial tree. Uh, I think I prefer artificial trees overall but i the smell is everything for me mm-hmm. uh, yeah i just got a glade plug-in i bought a pine scent that's not a bad idea i bought you know those scented pine cones oh okay. and i put those in the tree mm. so it, okay. it, it kind of does it i have a follow-up question how do you uh how do you set up your tree i don't know if maybe this is a question do you have is this a question on your list no because i always i kind of judge people on how they go about their tree Okay. Right. There the, are people that have all the sentimental ornaments and they just throw them up okay. and you've got a whole bunch of hodgepodge, random sentimental stuff. Yeah. Or are you more of like the kind of the classical um, color themed bulbs, one, one light color, uh, one color of light. Um, I'm, before I reveal how I set up yeah. my tree, I want to know how you set up yours. I'm both. You're both. Yes. How can you do both? I'll tell you. Let me tell okay. you, Jake. Um, <laughs> so we every year, Jen and I go and pick out uh, one Christmas ornament to kind of represent that year. Okay. Um, so those are the sentimental ones. Uh, one year we got a, like an R2-D2 because it was like a Star Wars heavy year. And we're like, dude, we've mm. been watching so much Star Wars. Like we got to get an R2-D2. So we got an R2-D2 one. Some are like lovey-dovey. Some are just like, you know, Batman or something. A Trailblazer one, I think, is one that we have. Um, so, our tree is bare right now because we were waiting for a certain time mm-hmm. to to decorate it. Um, but now that things, that time is getting pushed back, what we're going to do is, so we bought a themed Simple Colors like you were suggesting, all the mm-hmm. kind of same. It's gold and silver ornaments. So the plan is is to decorate the tree in gold and silver. We'll probably do that tonight. Just, you know, hanging out, something to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then when that time comes, put up the sentimental ones together. Ah, uh, okay. So those will be very much thrown up just randomly. But it'll be like here's a gold and silver tree, and then randomly you'll see a trailblazer or you know, Batman or R2D2 mm-hmm. or certain things okay. like that. So it's it's a little sure. bit of it's both. Okay. I see how you do that and I I approve. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> I I'm much very much the simple uh color coordinated Okay. Uh, tree setter uh our uh kylie and and ours color kylie and mine's colors are golden golden red okay. with white lights i like that very much the, the gryffindor gryffindor uh oh. so that's uh anyway that's that's my tree and our star this year was a picture of bow okay i like that uh one of the questions on here was white lights or colorful lights i'm assuming it's white lights white lights for me white lights all day dude Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of stars, one of the questions here is star or angel on the top. Well, I went with. I mean, Bo's a star, so I put up Bo. Yeah, so it's a star. Have you ever put an angel up on your tree? Mm, no, it's okay. always like growing. Growing up, um, like the family tree always had a star, right? And um, yeah, it's always been a star for me. So you? you know. I don't remember. I think growing up at some point, I think my grandma had an angel on her tree. Um, but you know the the Mario Brothers, like Super Mario Star? Uh, yes. The yellow star? I was mm-hmm. like, They make a tree topper of that. Oh, that's actually pretty badass. Dude, I was like, I want that so bad. So then I looked it up, and it, it was at the GameStop right down the road from me. 
So I was like, I'm going to go get this. And I put it in my shopping cart and I went to check out and it was already gone. Oh, seriously? Yeah. That sucks. So not this year, but I think, you know, in years to come, that's a that's a goal. They had like a, a Zelda Triforce topper, but meh, I'd rather have mm. the Nintendo star. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, okay. I like that you're I would not have guessed you as a as a color themed ornament guy i don't know why but now i guess it makes sense well growing growing up uh, our tree was just uh, had a hodgepodge of random right um so in, of random ornaments so when i got my first attempt at doing my own tree i wanted a very very classy and elegant looking okay so that's like how and i went uh just curious do adults in your family get gifts from santa no okay interesting what about you Definitely. You guys are just a bunch of naughty people. Uh, Apparently. <laughs> um, big bulbs or little bulbs? Little bulbs. You pervert. Are you talking about light, like Christmas lights? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't, don't remember the last time I set up Christmas lights, but it's... Oh, outside it's bigger bulbs, Like, but the tree is little bulbs. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever puts big bulbs on trees, do they? I think if you're a freak. Yeah, you freaks. When is the right time to open presents? Christmas morning, Christmas Eve, spread them out, Christmas night. Oof, Christmas night would be weird. So uh, weird. Who, wants, who wants to wait that long? Um, so I think it's Christmas Eve night. Um, and then uh, with close relatives, it's Christmas morning. Okay. When do you, who do you open gifts with on Christmas Eve? Uh, my, the Jokum extended family. Oh, okay. I mean, that makes sense if you're somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, do you wait for, ev- so Christmas morning, do you wait for everyone, uh, to wake up and open them together or do you open them as soon as you wake up? Oh, uh, it's always together. Yeah, dude. I don't even know why that's even an option. Like in the, in 2017 poll here, it's 98 to 2%. Who just wakes up and just starts opening presents? <laughs> Dudley Dursley for sure Uh, Mm -hmm. if that was the case if I if that was the rule when I was a kid growing up I would be alone in the living room opening presents at 2 a.m. exactly every kid would be yeah it's that's weird dude Um, speaking of Dudley Dursley uh, Queen's Gambit dude I loved it and you have you have so far shied away from talking about Queen's Gambit yeah, I have. You told so you came over and Jen had started it, and you're like, "This is mm-hmm. the greatest show of the year." And it is. I stand by that. I don't. I haven't watched many shows this year, but I stand by that. Um, that's true. You haven't. You don't watch anything cool. Um, <laughs> uh, it was amazing, dude. So well done. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And for not have like Netflix just found the f- perfect cast of characters for that. Yeah. Um for that show the main character that actress is is was incredible in that role she was she, she, did, was really such, she did such a good job and i loved um i loved how they didn't uh really make any of the m- men or like male figures that she was competing against like exploitive i don't like i, th- I thought that was i thought that was well done right um that none of the guys turn out to be real creeps. Right. Uh, I really like, I love the, uh, the guy that played um, the dude with the knife and the, the, the weird hat and the long trench coat. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Benny, Benny Watts. Yeah. He was a, he was a good, he was a good character. Yeah. Um, I felt really bad for uh, Belkin. Um, he liked her so much. And then she just did not. Give a shit. No. <laughs> she just did not give a shit. She was bored as hell with well, him. Dude, she was in love with a gay man. Yeah, um, Towns. Towns. Yeah. I don't think they ever said his. I don't know if they ever said his first name. I don't think so either. But I love that when he showed up there in uh, in Russia. Yes. And then all of them were back in New York and helping her figure it out. Yeah. But then it came to like they all came together to come up with that plan, and then her opponent did something different, and then it was just her going off of instinct, right? To then beat him. I don't. It's just uh, that was such a good. Um, they helped her get out of the, the hole, like of the, the hole that she was in, but then it was her genius that ended up winning it all. Yeah. It was just 
so well written, um, well acted. And for a show about chess that really didn't have a whole lot of like drama or intrigue, it yes. just kept you on the edge of your seat um, regardless. So that's what I liked about it. You know, everything's all action and like sex and and you know what I mean? It's so mm-hmm. over the top that the show about chess was riveting and interesting. And, you know, it was just it was a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the whole like the whole other inner battle with addiction yes. and finding one's place too was within the within this realm of chess tournaments was just so unique and refreshing. I, I just I loved I, I just loved everything about that show. And so did everybody. Apparently like online chess uh subscriptions have shot through the roof by like three hundred percent this yeah. year. Chess boards across like uh um, across supermarkets are sold out because people went and bought chess. <laughs> chess I wonder, yeah, I wonder how many kids are getting chess boards for Christmas. I'm assuming probably quite a few. Probably a lot. Yeah. Um, great show, by the way. Uh, did you watch Community or no? I did not. Oh, uh, I started watching. It's pretty great. I heard it's. I heard it's really good. Yeah. I'm rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've never seen it. Maybe I'll watch that next show. You should. Yeah, I, I think you'll like it a lot. The uh, it's one of those shows, a lot like How I Met Your Mother, that rewards longtime viewership. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. okay. there are so many, uh, there are so many references to past episodes that are really good, kind of Easter egg stuff that it's, that are really fun. So, uh, when is it okay to play Christmas music um, after Thanksgiving? Only in December, after Halloween, or all year long? Is never an option. You hate Christmas music? I don't like Christmas music. Whoa, dude. I like maybe two or three songs, and and honestly, that's it. Speaking of Queen's Gambit, since watching King, Queen's Gambit, I have been listening to jazz lately. Mm. Like, a lot of jazz. Oh, yeah. And I love jazz music. Dude, apparently I do, too. <laughs> I played in I mean, you, I played in jazz band for, uh, okay. like, years in middle school and high school yeah so i was like i i love jazz music um i love playing jazz music being part of a jazz band was is was so much fun yeah uh but yeah the the classics are just um so easy to listen to anyway i i, um, I just put on like jazz hits during my finals and was just had my earbuds in and was just listening to jazz while i was doing my finals and i think it's just, i felt pretentious as hell but it was awesome. Oh, I listen to classical music when I'm doing schoolwork um, all the time. You, it, the the key is to not have any to listen to music that doesn't have word association. Oh yeah. So your mind doesn't get um, your mind doesn't subconsciously try to like sing along with yep. the music. You can't do so it. Jazz, so jazz not having really much word association, um, it would be perfect to listen to for school. Except for all, like, it's calming. I'll, except for I'll hear like a sick bass line or like drum fill and I'll be like, oh, and I'll like sing the drum fill that I just heard or bass mm-hmm. line. It just, it's oh. a little distracting. Yeah, I mean, but... But you're, you're, you're super musically inclined. So <laughs> that, yeah, I could see how that could still happen. Anyways, I can't believe, so I, I have been listening to a little more Christmas jazz, but dude, I cannot believe you don't like Christmas music. I don't. I just, there's nothing about, I like uh, religious Christmas hymns. Okay. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> but any of the, any of the real campy uh, Santa baby rocking around the Christmas tree, the, all of that garbage, what? man. What's garbage. your favorite Christmas song? I in Christmas it, Christmas is my favorite holiday and I just cannot stand holiday themed music regardless of like what it is but I can't oh wow. it's awful what's your little drummer boy sung by the pentatonics uh-huh. <laughs> like there's not even like songs that I like there's only one Christmas song no matter how it's sung I like and that's oh holy night um that's my favorite like Christmas Pen- song I like pentatonics singing little drummer boy and honestly, that might be it. That's like my, that's like my whole, uh, uh, my whole repertoire for Christmas music. What about the Pentatonics album? The Christmas album? Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, I'll listen to it, Yeah. but I don't go really go seeking it out. I bought it on vinyl. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, uh, I love that you're going vinyl. Cause I bought my parents a record, a vinyl record player 
and they never use it. So I'm thinking about crap. I'm thinking about going and repossessing it you and should. keeping it in my room. Yeah. My, my uh, we went over to my parents' house uh, a few weeks ago, and my uh, my dad gave me all these vinyls, like classic bands, dude. Um, Judas Priest, uh, Aerosmith, like a bunch of old stuff, like original prints. And then he gave me ACDC came out with a brand new uh, album, like mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and he was like, "Here, I, we got you this. It's the it's the newest album." Dude, it sounds like old ACDC. It's actually really good. Other than um, Angus Young, who is still in that band? Well, I think Brian Johnson's singing in it. Is Brian Johnson still singing? Yeah. Okay. But it's a, it's a, it's not a bad album, dude. I don't really listen to much ACDC. You know, Jen did growing up, but mm-hmm. we put the album on. And the great thing about vinyl is you can't just skip the track. You got to go yeah. listen to it the whole way through. And I did it, and it was actually pretty good. Yeah, ACDC is one of those bands that, like, they're so their music is so overplayed. Yeah, but it's which is not a fault of their own because their their music is so good. Yeah, it's just like when you hear it, you're like, I've heard this in so many crappy movies. Yes, and I, I hate the association. Right, but some of that stuff is fantastic. How illuminating is this that you don't like Christmas music? I'm still just blown. I love it. I love that you don't What's like your it. Least, what is your least favorite Christmas song? Oh, it just came on a little bit ago. I just turned it off. I was like, I hate this song. I hate what's-his-names. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Beatle. Oh, Paul McCartney? I hate that song. The Simply Having a Wonderful oh, Christmas? Oh, I hate time? that song. Uh, that is my least favorite song. Is it? So yeah, but there was I'm a, glad we have that in common. There was another one that came on, like so it was on through the little Amazon Echo, and it came on, and I was like, "Oh, I hate this song," and I changed. Oh, oh, dude, uh, dude, it's the freaking the one, uh, the we are the world or whatever, or what everybody got together. Do they even know it's Christmas time in Africa? Oh, I hate that song. I don't know that song. You don't? Oh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. send it to you. You have to listen okay. to it. It's so bad, dude. The other, the other, the the worst lyrics though are um, it's sung by Michael. Bu- well, Michael Bublé does like one of the most popular versions of this, but it's like in Hickory Dock, and don't forget to hang up your sock. I know what you're talking just about exactly at twelve o'clock. He'll be coming down the chimney, coming down the chimney. Yep. I hate that. I cannot stand that. It is garbage music. It's Do They Know It's Christmas by Band Aid. Band Aid? Aid. Band Aid. Yeah. Okay. And it was like, I think it was all these celebrities just coming together and like raising money and stuff, which is, you know, it's great, but mm-hmm. oh, it's just cringy, dude. I mean, it's no live, it's no live aid with Queen. Right. But. They're trying. They're trying to do that. It's just gross, dude. I like it comes on, and I'm like, nope. I'm I'm about to take your number one spot for most hated song. Okay. Because those two those two songs are the worst. They really are bad. And Paul McCartney is a good artist, but that's a bad song. It's so bad. Um, I love. Uh, was it Lennon's "War Is Over"? I think that's Lennon. Is that a Christmas song? Yeah, Happy Xmas, War is Over. I've never heard that. You haven't? Mm-mm. Are you serious? Yeah. Maybe you like... I think my, my exposure with Christmas... Because I don't seek out Christmas music. My exposure to Christmas music is what plays on 103.3 starting on Christmas. I mean, starting on Thanksgiving. It It is, uh, it is John Lennon, dude. Okay. I can't believe you don't know that song. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna have to listen to it. I'm sure you know it from like the Celine Dion version because she covers it. Okay. Um, you know my favorite, one of my favorite, probably top three favorite bands to use. They do a a Christmas song that's really good. Hmm. Oh, I've heard this song. Yeah. I love that song. Okay. So one beetle got it right. Right? Yeah. 
It's still Christmas music. I love that you don't like it. It's my favorite. Okay. When opening gifts in a group, one at a time or all at once? I prefer all at once. I hate having eyes on me while I open stuff. Dude, I but I'm such a I like to watch people open gifts. Mm-hmm. But I don't want everybody watching me. <laughs> no, I'm. Yeah, I'm not a huge uh, guy because one, I if I unwrap something, especially at like, it doesn't really ever happen when you're with your close family because usually they get you stuff that you're they know you well enough to get you stuff that you like. Right. But when you get like that awkward, um, this happens all the time, especially with uh, my extended family on the Jokum side. And we do like, uh, a, we all draw names. And if you get like the person who gets me is always like the person who knows me least. It's like, <laughs> always, um, dude. it's like my uncle's girlfriend. And I'm like, one year she bought me shotgun shells that were the wrong gauge. Um, so I like, they were useless to me. And I'm like, how do you like, and everybody's like, there's like 30 people all gathered around watching me open this box of shotgun shells that I can't use. And I have to like, per- then having to pretend like, like, Oh, thank you so much. Like, Oh, that is so painful. Cause nobody ever gets what they want in those situations. It's just a waste of money, which I'm so glad after years of campaigning, <laughs> I, I, I spearheaded the no gifts in the Jokum family <laughs> Christmas, okay. which has been fantastic the last few years. Because right. honestly, I get to save 40 bucks and right. don't have to waste my time going out and buying something. I would love to be in a situation where you get a gift that you don't like or want. You'd love to be in a situation? Yeah, and watch you fake your way through it. Oh, I see what you mean. I would love it so much. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I do a good job hiding it. Maybe I do. It's hard. To, it's hard to know. Well, here's the thing, and not to toot my own horn, but I'm a pretty great gift giver. So mm-hmm. you I, are. I know when you're not faking it, and you actually genuinely like it. So when you don't like it, I would know. True. This is true. <laughs> hey, did you give that turtle dove out or what? I did. I sent. I sent it to my sister because she's not going to be back. She's not going to be here for Christmas. Okay. So I send it in a in a care box uh, with another gift that I bought her. So That's awesome. I'm excited for her to get it. I uh, we sent her all of our gifts together, and hopefully we paid for th- like two day shipping. So hopefully it gets there. Right. But they're they're saying no guarantees. So of course. We'll um, see. Okay, so we talked about music. What about movies? I know Home Alone. I know that's you know. Have you watched it yet? I have not. It's weird not having my sister here to watch it with. Right. So I haven't I have not watched Home Alone two yet. I think when my sister gets here in January, we'll watch it. Okay. Together, okay. but I have not watched any Christmas mu- movies this year. I will say though, because everybody knows my love for Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, too, because I watch it even when it's not Christmas time. The my favorite like Christmas movie that's not Home Alone is yes. Fred Claus with, with uh, Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I love that movie. I love Vince Vaughn as an actor. Yeah. I just really relate to him, most of his characters um, in kind of the messes that he gets himself in by talking too much. Right. Because um, I feel like I do that a lot. I, I talk too much and then I get myself I get myself into situations that I if I had just shut my mouth, I wouldn't have gotten myself into. Right. Um, so I relate to him a lot. Anyway, I love Fred. I love Fred Claus. That's probably my go to Christmas movie. Not named Home Alone. I don't think what about you? I think I've seen that like maybe once or twice. I should watch it again. Um, I love Home Alone, dude, and I and I also haven't watched it this year. Um, I really haven't watched uh any. There was one on Netflix that we watched the other night with uh, what's his name, Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Oh, that looked bad. I mean, it was terrible. But it was that looked on. so bad, and it was like the it was like a sequel. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. Uh, the Did you Christ- see the first one? Yeah, the Christmas Chronicles is what it is. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, Jen's listening and texting me the title right now. <laughs> okay, it's Christmas Chronicles. Thank you, Jen. Um, yeah, Christmas Chronicles. Meh. I mean, meh. meh. It's a campy Chris. It's a campy Christmas movie. Right. Uh, Santa Claus uh, and Santa Claus Two with Tim Allen was good. Classics, dude. Yeah, I love. Santa I never. I, three wasn't very good, but um, one and two were classic. So good, so good. Yeah. Um, I think. I'm sure. I, I'm guessing you hate the, a Christmas story. 
I don't hate it. I watch uh, it. I love know? it. I love it. So I quote. Much. I quote it all. The, I quote it all the time. Yeah. Like um, all the one of my favorites is like Randy Lather like a slug. It was his only defense. What is it? <laughs> Randy Lather oh, like yeah. a slug. It was his only defense. <laughs> Dude, when, it's uh, so when, good. Schwin, when Schwartz and his toady show up. Yeah. 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 I love that movie, dude. Um, there's another Christmas song that, uh, who was it by? It's by another like little emo band that they sing about that movie. And whenever I watch that movie, I, I think about that song. And there's like, mm. a, it, one of the lyrics is like, Randy is showing how the piggies eat. Cause he's like, <laughs> 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 um, oh, I think that's one of my favorites, probably my top favorite, you know, when it's on, but you know what? And, and, and my family's probably actually pretty stoked about this. <clears throat> Whenever we get together and I've become this guy, I can't believe I've become this guy Christmas day. I don't care about anything else. Let's watch some NBA basketball. Like I am the NBA Christmas guy. That's become like an institution. Like that's a that is a tradition now for most a lot of people is watching NBA on Christmas. Yeah. Like you want to see who the matchups are. Yeah. Um. The, there's good. They all and NBA always puts good games on Christmas. Yeah. That that is my thing. Like when we go to my mom's house, I turn it on. When we go to her mom's house, I turn it on. Like I'm watching NBA basketball on Christmas. But yeah, luckily they didn't put the Blazers on Christmas this year. Yeah. God, watch them get freaking railed. No thanks. Um, it's going to be weird. And I mean, I know he's been retired for a while, but I always, whenever I think about NBA Christmas, I think Kobe Bryant. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah, I think the Lakers always were on Christmas when he was playing. Yeah. I, I just, I, it's, it's, you know, Kobe and Christmas, man. Um, Kobe, it, the Lakers will always be Kobe's team to me. Yeah. LeBron just does not feel like a Laker. What about magic? I didn't really watch a lot of magic. I was too young. Yeah. I mean, you're told that Magic is like the Showtime Laker, and I get it. But for me, that's just for me. It's Kobe Bryant because that's who I grew up watching and hating as a Blazer fan. Dude, I hated him so much, but then I fell in love. Yeah, I'm not there with uh, LeBron yet. You know, I was with when he was back with Cleveland. I was all about mm -hmm. it, but now that he's with the Lakers, and I'm just like, and he's getting Jared Dudley rings. Like, I hate you, dude. No, getting Jared Dudley rings is his biggest, um, <laughs> is, is his worst thing he's ever done. Yeah. They lost to the Clippers on opening night, though, so I'm happy about I that. I know. That's crazy. Um, all right, I'm looking through some of the questions you sent me here. Uh, we talked about, dude, we talked about cookies. We, uh, dang, we're all over this, dude. And I think we've done most of them. We're going through. I got to grab my phone real quick. Hey, um. This is a fun one. So Christmas cards. You, it, it says, describe a funny Christmas card you have given or received. Uh, I feel like may, maybe this is untrue, but how would you describe yourself as a card giver? Are you sentimental? Are you always going comedy? You know, what is what kind of card giver do you think you are? Uh, basic card. And I put a lot of thought into the writing. Ooh, that's romantic. <laughs> what about you, you? Do you date it? No. Oh, I always date it. You always date it? Always. Really? Yeah. Huh, I never thought about I never even thought about doing that. What kind of historian are you? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Someone wants to use that as a primary source in the future. Right, dude? Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I uh so if I'm going to go out and buy a card, depends on who it is. I usually go for like kind of what you're saying, limited words and then write a bunch. Mm -hmm. um, what we've done recently is just buy packs of blank cards and then just write things in them. So mm. it's straight from us. It's cheaper yeah. that way too. Oh, way cheaper. I bought a card yesterday at Target is six bucks and it yeah. wasn't even like an extravagant card. It's just a basic card. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, but favorite theme of cards is I always always buy fart cards of course you do if i'm gonna buy someone a card <laughs> it's gonna be a fart card yeah that makes sense and the family knows it they know i'm a fart card giver like oh got a card from jen and jeff it's gonna be a fart card it's always a fart <laughs> card dude <laughs> 
I don't. Oh, that's funny. I don't do Christmas cards, but it, you know, maybe maybe one day if I do, it'll be a, a fart card. Um, I like that you you do the blank though, and in, in the in the and the kind of filling. It's not it's not totally blank. Well, no, um, I know. but yeah, there's um, I bought one that was it's for my grandpa that uh, the the little amount of words really like lead into the writing that I put into it for so. sure. All right, this is a good one. Would you rather build a snowman, go sledding, have a snowball fight, or stay inside drinking hot cocoa? Ooh, I'm going with snowball fight. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? I've always, and I've never gotten my big snowball. I've always wanted like a massive snowball war. Right. But it snows so infrequently around here that it's it's so hard to get everything together everybody people together and then back in like high school uh we'd always go play football in the snow yeah we did that a lot yeah my brother would always do a thanksgiving football turkey game or turkey bowl yeah yeah Um, those are fun i saw a guy snap his leg in half in one of those one year that was disgusting oh god dude happy thanksgiving I know that was terrible. Um, like okay. his, his whole ankle rolled underneath his leg. It was so Ugh. gross. I could I could hear the pop from the other side of the field. It was wow. so bad. Yeah. I always think about like when I tore my ACL. I felt it pop, and I was playing basketball in a game, and like I got helped off the floor, and like Jen would film the games, and she's like filming me, and I'm looking at her, and I'm going, I'm mouthing, I'm effed, I'm effed, and then she's like, you're fine, walk it off. Then we go to the doctor, and he's like, yeah, you, you tore your ACL, and you have MCL damage. <laughs> or, sorry, meniscus. Meniscus damage. Meniscus damage, yeah. dude. That's the worst. That's the one that sticks around, too. Yeah, it is. You could see – I got pictures. It's all, like, frayed and stuff. It's creepy. Um, but that pop, dude, like, I, mm-hmm. I, it's different when you, a leg breaks. But feeling that pop, it's like, you know, watching these guys all tear their Achilles and, like, grab their ankles, like, behind their calf. And, like, that's that – you like, someone did it recently – KD, that guy for the Rockets. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying KD's. You see it, his whole calf like snap up. Ooh. So gross. It is super gross. Uh, I think I, dude, I don't know. I think it's between. I'm probably gonna go ghost sledding, um, but I like building a snowman too. Not a big snowman builder. It's a lot of work. It, I, dude, I'm I'm that I'm that guy. I want to build something. I'm like task oriented. Like, let me build a snow fort or a snowman. Like, I'm gonna build it. Or if I'm going sledding, let me build a gnarly ramp to launch off of. Mm. I like keeping my snow pristine, like so it's better to look at. And there's <laughs> because we get so we get snow so infrequently, and we get we don't get a lot of it. Yeah. When like building a snowman takes up all your snow. I agree. When you're driving, so, like, yeah. When you're driving through your neighborhoods and you see like the snowman and it's like all riddled with mud and leaves and the grass, mm-hmm. you can see the grass. You're like, ew. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going up to the mountains, yes. yeah, I'll build a snowman because there's snow, snow plentiful. Yeah, but around like not, no, I'm not using what little snow I have to build a snowman here. All right, post COVID, say what you mean, sponsored snowball fight. Yes. Yes, we're all going to drive up to Timberline. Get as many people as we can, find a location, snowball fight. I've got the perfect location. Cool. We'll do it. All right. Awesome. All right. Um, we're at just about an hour. I think we'll end here. I want you to in one fill in the blank. The true meaning of Christmas is. The true meaning of Christmas? Uh, that was your question. Oh, that changes. That dude, I think that changes so much throughout your life. For sure. Um, this year, 2020, what is the meaning of Christmas? Continued sacrifice and caring, you know, caring about others. Right. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Um, Jen and I did not buy gifts for each other. You know what I mean? I, I know that's mm-hmm. just surface level of giving, but it's it's, yeah. it's not about us. It's about other people, you know, and everybody's going through such hard times um, that I'm, it's constantly trying to just check in with people like, hey, is there anything you need? Um, I think you I think sacrifice is a good point uh, where you're 
effing masks. Um, All right, God, I just like the mall is just littered with people not wearing masks. That's what you said. Like twenty percent of the people in the mall were not wearing masks. Yeah. I, I, I mean, okay. Regardless, like, if you don't think it does anything, like, what if it does? Just effing wear it. By not wearing it, you're just showing that you don't care about other people. That's mm-hmm. what it's a symbol of. It's not a symbol yeah. of anti-government or a symbol of anti, you know, or 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 exercising religious right. This is happening all over the world. So to be mm-hmm. anti-government, are you? So you're making a stand against the United Kingdom government, France's government. What are you doing? Like, it's obnoxious, dude. Well, America is the only America is the only country that has freedom, Jeff. I know it. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. by having mask mandates, we're being like Europe, and therefore we're not being free. Yeah. And we're, yeah. I mean, thousands of people are dying, dude. Thousands. We had a three thousand. We had a three thousand death day. Yeah. What was that like two two weeks ago, like right after Thanksgiving? Yeah. And I bring up I bring that up to like uh anti maskers and anti virus people and they're like, Yeah, but those are including car crashes and all this other stuff, and they just so happen to have COVID. It's uh, I I I've heard stories about people who are working in hospitals and taking care of COVID patients and it's it's brutal dude and that's why i wanted you to share what you've you've seen kylie go through because Mm -hmm. it's important dude people are just saying oh it's a common cold or it's a common flu and it's like dude there are effects that are lasting after she's feeling better after they're feeling better Um, Mm -hmm. and these have all been reported but people are just brushing them off and it's like dude if you're okay with that all right cool like if you're okay getting it like whatever dude yeah, but the problem is that they get it and they go and use our they go and use hospital beds. Absolutely. And they go and use everything that could have been gone to other people. Um but because they were selfish, their actions and that's the thing, like I always hear like, well, if I'm an adult and I want to go to a and to an NFL game, I should be able to sign a waiver that says, you know, that I that I'm not going to sue the NFL or the stadium owner for me contracting COVID. Right. It's like, well, yeah, that's all well and good, but you're still going to be going to the doctors and putting pressure on our limited healthcare resources, putting healthcare workers in danger by exposing them to more, uh, more putting them more at risk because they're having to treat more patients who have COVID. It's like, you don't, it's just your actions don't just stop and end in your little circle. Right. Like we're so interconnected and Um, I, I don't get how people don't understand that. It's more exposure. Right. And there's this church right down the road and I was out. Yes. I'm playing Pokemon go again. Uh, but I was out playing Pokemon. Are you playing Pokemon go again? I'm going to have to, all right, I'm going to have to update it. So I've been sending you hella gifts, dude. Have you? I have not been on. I sent you one and I can't send you anymore because you haven't opened it. Um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna update everything right now. But there's this uh, church right down the road from me, and I was out there playing Pokemon Go and watching everybody walk into the church without masks on. And seriously, oh, oh yeah, and they're going to a massive church. And Jen was like, you know, well at least they're all just infecting themselves. And I'm like, no, they're gonna leave this church and then go across the street to Fred Meyer's and do Christmas shopping and do you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're going to wear a mask in the, into the store because they're required to, but they've already been exposed to everybody. Yeah, yeah it, and masks are masks are only, you know, especially certain masks are only only have so much level of protection. Right. Like you can still spread it while even while wearing a mask. It just right. limits, you know, the likelihood that you could spread it. If you're going into church and not wearing mask and you know, you're rubbing your nose or you're touching your face and then you're shaking hands, greeting everybody. And then you put a mask on. Guess what's all over your hands, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you said uh, it. we had a lot, a lot of politics to talk about, but we, we can get, that, get, get to that next week. We do. Just pardoning right everybody. Dude, not only that, but he left the COVID relief bill unsigned. He didn't veto it or sign it, which means that nobody can do anything. He's at least with the defense purpose. national, at least with the N, uh, national defense authorization, uh, he vetoed it. So now Congress can come back and you know uh, 
and potentially do something with it, override his veto with a two-thirds majority. Right. But with the COVID relief bill, he just left it on his desk and went to and went to uh, uh, Mar-a-Lago to golf. It just him not doing anything literally keeps everybody else from doing stuff. Right. Like how he gums out and drops two thousand. I want two thousand dollar checks. It's like, dude, it's your people that didn't want it that that negotiated down the payments. Now you're trying to blame Democrats for it. And then instead of like getting people to like go get your minions, go get McCarthy to meet Pelosi and get this shit figured out. No, he leaves it on his desk with no action, which keeps other people from being able to do it, and then flies off to play golf. Yeah. It's unaccept that is unacceptable behavior. Well, to quote his wife, who gives a fuck about Christmas? And on that, I think that's a good place to end. All right. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Sorry, I sound like like Oscar from a trash can. That's all good. Uh, You've stayed healthy. Hopefully, you continue to stay healthy. Hopefully, everyone, all our listeners, stay healthy. Wear a mask, wash your hands, um, and sacrifice, please. Thank you. Yeah, and if everybody loved one another, the world would be a lot better place. Tommy Wiseau. I'm fed up with this world. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.